Every story needs a hero, and every story needs a villain. Why, hello there, everybody. Good to talk at you. I am Drew. This is Hero and the Villain. Now, I know in the last episode on projections, we were going to kind of use that as a launching pad for a bigger episode with guests. I talked about that, but as life happens, sometimes plans change, and it's for the better because we want to make sure that episode with projections and intersectionality that we'll eventually get to will be a really good one. I'm going to have a really awesome guest on that show, possibly two. We'll see. So we're going to table that. You guys can revisit projections in all its glory when we get that episode out. But for now, I felt it was a good time to look at my list of possible topics and dive into one real quick. And it's one that's near and dear to my heart. So being somebody that's suffered from depression for a very long time, there's a lot of things that my brain does that I have to look at and I have to dive into and try to figure out. And of course that leads me into shadow work as it usually does. And for a better part of my adult life and my teenage years, I have never really felt understood fully by people. And at times it leads me to feel very disconnected from others. And I don't want that. I like feeling connected to others. I like feeling understood. One of the most, I want to say one of the most, but one of the biggest forms of betrayal is when somebody says that they get me or they see me, but they really don't. It's like saying I love you, but not meaning it. In hearing those words from somebody, I see you, I get you, I understand you. I'm finding that a lot of the times they don't understand me. There are some people out there that I feel do. And I have amassed quite a few amazing people in my life that do get me. They do take the time to try to understand me. Uh, people like my dear friend Amanda, she's awesome. Her and I have had many great conversations about our layers and layers. Uh, my friend Zach, who I've known for years. My friend Brad, that I've known for years. My new friend Mindy, uh, who gets why I have certain parts and why I need to have them. Uh, my mom, of course. You know, there's so many people that I know that do understand a lot about me and understand why I am the way I am. It's getting better the more I do things to help my end of it. Not feeling understood by others is kind of like being in a crowded hall where you have a microphone, but everyone is wearing noise-canceling headphones. You end up with this estranged and disconnected feeling that can affect your outlook on your life and the world around you. And to feel constantly unfulfilled in friendships and relationships leaves us in a state of 
despair. It's a state of being that feels more bleak than like a 90s neurosis album. <laughs> but that feeling that nobody gets us can often be the roots of depression, which we've talked about before. And that can have an eventual end with unfortunately tragic results for some folks. That same path that could lead us to immense self-discovery can also lead to something as awful as taking your own life. That's how depression works. It, it works differently for everybody. Some work through it, some can't. And respect to all of those that fight it daily. I'm with you on that. The purpose of being human, I believe, is to serve and help others and to connect with others. One can typically lead to the other, but more often than not, that disconnected feeling can be incredibly hard to overcome due to its link to depression. This is also why when those in depressive states do find someone that feels that they are slightly understood, a form of trauma bonding can happen especially when both people feel like they're misunderstood and a disastrous relationship can come from it. But more on that some other time. So why? Why do we feel disconnected? Why do we feel misunderstood? As life coaches, we are taught more than anything to listen to our clients without judgment or without interrupting them. We want to give them space for them to share and not for us to listen with the intent of trying to fix their problems. Often in life, because many people are not brought up this way, we don't realize this when attempting to share parts of ourselves to others. They try and finish our sentences or cut us off or try to hijack our share by making it about their experience. And this can deepen that feeling of being misunderstood since all these actions serve to devalue your emotions and situations. But on the flip side, people also have tendencies to devalue or trivialize your issues by trying to remind you that it's not that bad or making jokes about your situation. This is all because mostly a lot of people you know and try to connect with have no idea what to do and default to their own unrefined coping skills or they are not somewhere in their own lives where they are comfortable with how they express their own issues. This book that I'm currently reading, Ronald Segel, it's called Mindfulness Solution. Great book. Plowing through it. He brings up a bit about shadow work. Of course, he mentions the more you strive to be good and view yourself as decent. People tend to struggle with this on their dark days. So when a situation goes sideways or interaction goes wrong, that villain throws blame or anger on anybody or anything around them. These darker off parts of us we don't recognize or accept because they don't fit into our daily narrative about ourselves or into our conscious identity. 
our shadow, of course. And shadow work through mindfulness can be very useful to change how we view ourselves and others, which in turn helps us feel more connected and more understood. I see it like this. The idea in a silly way is, I am perfect, but I'm a mess. I am wonderful, and I'm kind of a moron. I succeed and I stumble. So do you. We all do. And this is something I kind of have to remind myself of when I start feeling disconnected or or misunderstood. So we must look at the possibilities of how to do our part in this process. The first and most important layer to look at is also the most painful for a lot of people. Big question, do you know yourself fully? Do you know what you stand for, what your values are, your core beliefs? This is vital for others to understand you because if you don't, how could anybody else, right? Where to start? Simple. Write down your 10 core beliefs. It's just that easy. Write down why you believe them and are you living those? And they shouldn't be extremely hard for you to know what those are. Those should be pretty automatic. At least the first five should just spill out of you. Next, of course, shadow work, which means starting shadow work, probably time to call a counselor or a therapist if you don't know how to because you're going to get into the layers of yourself and probably get a little freaked out when you find some stuff about who you are down below that you might have been shunning or shaming. It's probably time to get a few self-care books. It's probably time to begin this wonderful self-care process of introspection. This is how you start figuring out who you are. John Kim, father of Journey, has a lot of good stuff in his I Used to Be a Miserable Fuck book about finding your stance, which is super important. And it's a really good way to dig into the real you, who you are, who you want to be. In the interim, look at your own communication style. Do you bring frantic, crazy energy to others without asking if they have the energy or space to spare? Do you talk like a race car, super fast, loud over people? This, of course, ties into the last section without knowing who you really are your communication skills would also be needing to get put under a microscope, kind of see what needs fixing. So in looking at the disconnection that we have when we don't feel understood by others, it really boils down to those two things. Do you know who you are? Are you communicating correctly to others? Now, reality is not everybody's going to understand you. You're not going to be understood by everybody. Quite frankly, you don't want to be. I don't want everybody in the world to understand who I am. I'm, I'm okay with the ones I do have. And if I can find new ones, great. If you're trying to get everybody in the world to understand you, it's looking for too much acceptance from other people. 
is trying to find too much validation from others. Being understood and connecting with others is not about getting everybody on your team. It's just not going to happen. Be real. But you also want to make sure that the people that you do have in your world, you're doing best to work on connecting with them. It's not automatic. That is not how it works either. Nothing is automatic. We have covered this numerous times. Nothing is a quick fix. Memes don't fix anything. Posting a quote on social media will not fix your life. God, do the work. So make sure you know who are the important people in your world. Stay connected with them. It's not always about you staying connected with them because you want them there. They might want you there too. So listen to them. And in turn, they'll probably listen to you. And after all, that is how connection really begins, by understanding who we are talking to. So that being said, there you go. Hopefully you understood what I was getting at there. Thanks for tuning in to Hero and the Villain. I have been Drew. I am Drew. I will continue to be Drew. Of course, I appreciate you listening. New episode soon after this one, but for now, chew on it for a little bit. Do that little bit of homework I threw your way. Hero and the villain. 